Hello and welcome back once again. This is episode 17 of the Real Friends podcast, colon, the Advent series, the third theme, the third week. We are talking about joy and we are talking about trying to keep a right view of God this week after having talked about obe- walking in obedience as a way to uh, you know build up and maintain joy last week. That's right. We're, we're dealing with Mary's Magnificat, this song of joy that she breaks into. I think she did a little bit of breakdance. And, uh, boots and cuts and verse, boots and cuts. verse 46, boots, here's boots. how the song starts. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. And so what we're going to look at today, yeah, the, the way to have Christian joy, to walk in Christian joy, is to be very God-centered, to keep an accurate view of God. Second uh, Timothy 3.2 says that in the last days, people will be lovers of themselves, Is it any wonder why people are so miserable today? Mary has a wonderful understanding of God. She's very God-centered. And first, what we see from her song is that she sees God as omnipotent or all-powerful. Verse 49, for he who is mighty has done great things for me. She sees God is mighty. We talked last episode uh, about Mary, you know, not knowing how this was all going to work out. I mean, this is frightening news. You're you're going to give birth. Uh, you you know you're you're a virgin. Surprise. Yeah, there you go. And you know she's going to have a lot of questions to answer <laughs> yeah. from from the townsfolk, right? Uh, lots of rumors going her around. Betrothed, her betrothed, her husband to be. That's right. And and yet she obeys the Lord's word. Let it be to me according to your word. And the reason that she can still walk in joy even in the unknown is because she sees God as mighty. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever ask, think, or imagine. So, you know, if if you're listening right now, you're going through some difficult times and, and you know, you feel yourself not walking in that Christian joy, man, become more and more God-centered. And remember, you do not serve a weak God. You serve an all-powerful God. Yes, and He is going to ultimately use His power to work things for all of our benefit, including yours. So our next sort of subpoint that we want to talk about is holiness. And uh, that's a word that gets thrown around pretty easily all over the place. But uh, just to take for part of uh, verse 49, uh Let's see. Uh, for he who is mighty, as you were just talking, Pastor, has done great things for me, and holy is his name. She has a proper respect and reverence for God and recognizes just how separate he is and worthy of that reverence from the rest of us. Pastor, you've used this example before uh, in sermons, maybe even today, if memory serves, talking Perhaps. about holiness, where you can have two things that are you know, you know, separate. My oven and my refrigerator are are separate things. There is, you know, we are not the same person. We are separate people. But when you're talking about holiness, which means to be, you know, you know, the state of being set apart. You know, holy, 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 the Lord is described at one, you know, at least one point in the Bible, you know, set so far, his thoughts are so far beyond ours, his ways, his plans, and even without very much, you know, to go on here, you know, at least right out of the gate, Mary recognizes that and puts in her song that holy is 
God. Holy even is his name. All right, so now we've discussed briefly omnipotence and holiness. There are so many other facets to God, and another one is mercy. And Tyler, you're going to tell us a little bit about your thoughts on that. Yeah, in uh, Luke one fifty, it says, And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. And I don't think that necessarily means those who are just completely afraid of God. But Mary knows who God is, and she loves him. He's the, the creator of the universe. And he uses his mercy to allow her to carry the son who is going to completely take everybody's sin away and die for us so we can live with them forever. Tyler, I think that's a great point, and it ties in well with keeping his name holy, that fear doesn't necessarily have to exclusively mean of danger, but it refers more to reverence. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, and she sees God as merciful in the sense of she's not entitled. She's not a diva who thinks she's deserving to carry the Son of God. She knows that it is only by mercy that God has used her. And there's one other verse, Psalm 103.10, that says that he has not dealt with us according to our sins, hallelujah, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. So Mary does not see herself as entitled, but as a recipient of mercy. And there's one other point, uh, or a couple of sub-points that we want to touch on, sort of other facets of God or roles that He has with us, uh, and that's as uh, a rescuer, or what was another way that you sustainer, put it? Sustainer, yes. She's, he's a rescuer and sustainer. In verse 52 of her song, uh, she says that He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring. She's recalling, I think, the Exodus story, well, the covenant with Abraham, the Exodus story, where God delivered them, rescued them. And even though Israel, after that time, I mean, they failed him time and time and time again, God was faithful, and he still kept his promise, his covenant promise, to send this Messiah. So God is our rescuer. He is our sustainer. And listen, if we are going to walk in joy, we have got to be like Mary and keep an accurate view of God. He he transcends us. He is all-powerful, almighty. He is holy. He is merciful. He is our rescuer, our sustainer. And if we will just focus more on God and his supremacy, I believe that we can better walk in Christian joy. So I think just a great practical way to do that here this Christmas season is, you know, you have your dedicated prayer time, you know, in the morning, in the evening, pray unceasingly, you know, put a little bar, put a little bookmark. If you're not driving, if you're driving, don't do this right this second, but put a little bookmark in there for Luke and specifically read yourself Mary's Magnificat, at least, you know, maybe, you know, a couple of times over the Christmas season that will help you keep that accurate view and help you keep Jesus at the forefront all holiday season. Well said.